about the lifestyle. And all this shit you done managed. Told me you ain't like them other niggas. And all them other niggas had everything but you with them other niggas. You must think a nigga dumb. You try to set me up, you get the drum. How you gonna leave a nigga for a bum? Leave exposing. What's going on, man? What's going on? Juice Box Podcast right here. Listen, man, I want to thank everybody who's been tuning in, supporting the podcast, iTunes, Spotify. I don't know what you're listening on, but I definitely want to say thank you, all right? So listen, let me hurry up and get my sponsors out the way, all right? Kayla Fox, House of Beauty. Make sure you go ahead and check that out on Instagram, K-I-Z-Z-I-E underscore LaFox on Instagram, okay? Also, my guy, Chef Keem, owner of the Dinner Club. Make sure you hit him up for all your private chef needs. Also, he does events. Check him out, right? So, my team, OIA Brand, just released some festival t-shirts for everybody, all right? Go on OIABrand.com. Use that promo code JUICE to get free shipping, all right? Festival tees is real fire, I, I promise you. Okay, so now that I got all that out the way, how are you doing? Just, just go ahead and tell me how are you doing, how are you feeling, how is this year progressing for you? Are you ready for the summer? Now, I've been, we've, I've been getting your big ass. We've, I've been getting you ready for the summer for a couple of months now. You should be have a couple of things in place. And if not, if it ain't looking like it's going to happen this summer, fuck it. It's always next summer. All right, don't worry about it. So, Juicebox Podcast, a couple of topics we're going to go over today. Let me say this. R.I.P. to John Singleton, right? So... Everybody's seen a John Singleton movie, whether it's Poetic Justice, Boys in the Hood. Everybody's seen at least one. Everybody. And if you haven't seen a John Singleton film, make sure you go ahead and check. Uh, go ahead and check one out. He did Boys in the Hood when he was only 23 years old. Major production. And it was a great mark in black film history, just period. And for him to be such a young guy and to be so conscious about the social issues going on within his own community and making it his passion to uh, bring that kind of awareness to the rest of the world and let them know, like, this is what's going on in our communities. Uh, Higher Learning was another great movie by him. Um, He died uh, last week. His funeral is actually going to be this week. It's supposed to be a private ceremony. A lot of celebrities have been showing their respects. Uh, Janet Jackson, Ice Cube, Regina King, Angela Bassett. And a lot of these, for uh, some of us who've seen Singleton films, Shit, this is the first time you've seen a lot of these actresses. Uh, Taraji P. Henson was in Baby Boy. Uh, You really felt like Tyrese. Now, Tyrese was in a couple of things before Baby Boy, definitely. But, you know, with Baby Boy, you really felt like that's a lot of people's favorite movie from John Singleton and just a great performance by Tyrese. And I think John Singleton made a huge mark in uh, the black film community, I think, in film, period. Um, John Singleton did his thing and even currently he's still working and I ain't gonna lie I ain't gonna lie when I first seen that John Singleton had passed I was like damn what the fuck is gonna happen to Snowfall <laughs> I'm sorry John but I was I was I was scared I was nervous I was nervous I was like is we going is they gonna cut the show off is they going but they're not doing that according to TMZ they will keep the show going um they're wrapping up season three as we speak. The main character, Franklin, he expressed some condolences to John Singleton, referring to him as his big brother on Instagram this past week. Uh, the actress and actresses, uh, actors and actresses in Snowfall, they actually had the day off. Big fucking whoop-de-doo. 
Nigga said they got a half a day to mourn. Like, what the fuck type shit is that? Uh, but I definitely believe that was hard for them. John Singleton was the co-creator and executive producer, and he still will be the executive producer uh, name-wise on the show. So I hope the show doesn't lose its creativity uh, now that John Singleton is has passed. And I hope I hope the, you know, the Oscars and people really start giving him some honorary awards to really, you know, reflect on what he's done for our community, right? So, speaking of awards, we can't forget about this nigga Drake. <laughs> this guy Drake, he is now uh, holding the number one spot for the most Billboard Awards at with 27 altogether after winning 12 at the uh, past Billboard Music Awards. Now, I'm not going to lie, I didn't watch. <laughs> I didn't watch the Billboard Music Awards. It's... Eh. You know, and I now I did see clips. And you know, another thing that I realized is I completely like missed the Jonas Brothers era. I don't know what the fuck I was doing or what I was into at the time. I mean, I know they were for like a younger group of people, but I feel like as excited pe- as people were about them getting back together and singing again, I should have at least known one of the songs. And I was like watching the highlights on YouTube, didn't know a thing. Now, when NSYNC performed with Ariana Grande, I was excited about that, but not so much this Jonas brother thing. Speaking of Ariana Grande, she took home top female artist. She has a pretty great album. She's doing her thing, killing the radio right now, so she deserved a Cardi as well. She took home some awards, uh, LMA too. Now, what everybody is talking about from the Billboard Music Awards apparently is Taylor Swift. Okay, Taylor Swift's ass decided that she was going to do her own rendition of Beyonce's Netflix special Coachella, I mean, you know, performance. Yeah, Taylor Swift did that and people did not like that. It was not a good thing. People were not happy that Taylor decided to (laughs) recreate in her own whitewashing way this performance now I didn't really watch the performance I watched clips of it like again I I didn't watch the award show but I did see clips of it and instantly I was like oh yeah like niggas is right she is definitely you know copying off of Beyonce now I can't put my finger on it right now but Taylor Swift has done something similar like this in the past um I don't I don't even want to call it shock tactics because you know Molly Cyrus now she wowed out you know, but I think what Taylor does is her team decides to just get social media talking about it. I think certain PR groups and marketing teams have kind of understood that it doesn't matter whether, well, in certain situations, whether it's like racist or whatever, you, know, you ain't kill nobody. But when it comes to stuff like that, especially entertainment wise, I think they just think as long as people are talking about it, it doesn't matter if people are, you know, saying it's bad or they hate it or whatever. Is that it's just that people are talking about it. You're a trending topic. And I think her team is just focused on Taylor being a trending topic because uh would I don't I don't really know any too much of her music. I think she's a pretty decent actor, honestly. Like Machine Gun Kelly, he's a great actor. Uh he's turning out to be a great actor. I think Taylor Swift might want to look more into that and stop trying to copy off of Beyonce. All right, please, Taylor Swift, don't do it again. Now, speaking of Beyonce's Coachella performance, if you have not seen her Netflix special, I don't care, man, woman, whatever you are, watch the special, okay? Watch that shit. Now, when it first came on, I was reluctant to watch. I was like, man, you know, that's Beyonce shit. 
I didn't really want to watch it. But then, like, five minutes late, like, a couple minutes, I was like, oh, the twins, like, what the fuck is going to happen? Then, like, Beyonce was thick. And I was like, oh, I was, like, emotional for her. I was like, will Beyonce ever be the same again? Like, <laughs> I started feeling her pain. And, you know, the fact that she exposed all of that on the camp, she drew me in. I was... I was mad as hell at Jay-Z when she fit into the dress. She FaceTimed him, still kind of wondering why you got to have your assistant answer. Y'all, you, I know you got called waiting, motherfucker. You see, you got called ID. You see it's your wife and you, your assistant answers the phone. And then when she's, you like, yay. No, nah, nigga, you better woot, woot. Okay, woot, woot. That assistant pushed the button so fast, like, boop, hang up. Okay. And then we got to see the twins. Now, this is another reason why Beyonce isn't as mixy. Now, if you noticed this year, she only went to the award shows that I feel like tended to her communities that uh, benefit her and support her the most. And I feel like that's the LGBT community and the black community. And she attended the GLAAD Awards as well as the NAACP Awards. She does that. And next thing you know, niggas leak the pictures of her babies. Um, I seen a report that the um, Netflix special was supposed to be a surprise. You know, Beyonce like doing her in the middle of the night shit. And I'm pretty sure she wanted to be the one to release that picture. And for blogs and uh, people to release that kind of, you know, content of this lady's kids on social media, uh, it just wasn't right. And that's why people kind of stay out the way. Because people just don't care no more. But anyway, back to the special... So if you saw the special, it was a lot of HBCU pride. Once again, big shout out to anybody who attended at HBCU. I attended Morgan State University. Yes, we we in the top three HBCUs. Okay, just period. I'm just going to say that. But there was a lot of HBCU pride. And a lot of people love to hear Beyonce say, you know, she wanted to always attend um, a HBCU herself and she wanted to create that own experience so I know that kicked up everybody's HBCU pride definitely uh, marching band that 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 HBCU pride mixed in with that black band feel not just you know yes college bands but in I think every local hood community they got their black bands going on too and I think that was great to see that being supported uh, I mean, and really something that they really try to make not only their own, but really make relatable for those who attend HBCUs and really make it an eye opening experience for those who have no clue about HBCU culture. So that's I think that's what really made the uh, the um, Netflix special great. Now, I seen some shit on social media. I hadn't seen it personally myself, but this is something saying that Tina knows refer to Towson University as an HBCU. Okay, now I reside in Baltimore, you know what I'm saying? And, and niggas, no, Towson is not. I ain't going to get into the whole rundown and all that, but let, to keep it a being, Towson is really like 5% black. You get what I'm saying? Let's keep it real. We only really see the Towson people when a party going on or like some event or something with a DJ going on. All right, there's two black colleges. You got um, you got Coppin State, you got Morgan in the same, you know, area. And Towson black students, they only, you know, join up with Morgan or Coppin when a party is involved, entertainment. Then I ain't, I ain't seen them really trying to start the revolution. That's 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 just that's just the truth. 
You know I had to tell the truth, okay? But I'm sitting there, I'm watching the Beyonce special, and it was beautiful. All right, I love how, I mean, I really liked how she talked about uh, just feeling like yourself again after having the babies, you know, the pregnancy being unexpected. And I think what a lot of mothers don't uh, address is postpartum. Um, I think that needs to be talked about like crazy, uh, especially in low-income housing. Parents, you know, definitely single moms, but you have a lot of parents who um, who parents who are struggling, mothers who are struggling, and they have these children. And I can't imagine expecting somebody to be there and support you 100%, and to not feel like they're there and to be doing all of this on your own. And then you go through these whole things where it's like your life is someone else's and. It's 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 a lot, you know. I can't relate because I'm not a mother, but you know, now that I'm a lot of my peers are mothers. You know, somebody had to remind me one time, not a mother, but a peer of mine just told me, you know, sometimes it's okay just to all my most of my friends have children, but just to you know ask them and say, hey, how are you doing? In contrast to being like, oh, how's little such and such, or how your baby doing, blah blah blah. Why don't you care about the mother? See what's going on with them. They could be going through a hard time. They could be, and what was, they could be on the Beyonce diet. Okay, I believe Beyonce was eating a slice of apple, air mixed with cinnamon, and um, apple cider vinegar. Like a, a, a teaspoon of that. I think she had a teaspoon of that a day to live. And that's, that's come on now. Imagine doing all that. And then they were showing her doing all the dance. She was working that, working it off. Okay, I was team fat Beyonce. Then she worked it on down and gave us one hell of a performance. So once again, go ahead and check out that Beyonce Netflix special if your girl haven't already made you watch it. Okay, so Facebook banned Farrakhan. And I'm going to really kind of keep this this short. Okay, this is why you know social media is, is interesting. Because most of, I guess the majority of social media... I want to say under the 30, 35, I will say like Twitter. And I don't think a lot of people understand the history of this nigga Farrakhan. Okay. You know, learn your history. Really read up on Farrakhan before a lot of y'all decide y'all just want to go, you know, jump up and defend him. Most of y'all ain't even know who Farrakhan was. He spoke up about Nipsey goddamn hustle. Come on now. So read up on you know, Farrakhan and, and what goes on with him and the nation before you want to jump up and save him. If you've noticed, you know, the, the brothers ain't even really saying too much. They damn self. You ain't see no Habibs, Amirs, Rashids, Sharifs, none of that. Jump to jump and say nothing. Okay. So maybe before you jump on and help Farrakhan, maybe you want to look and see why other Muslims ain't jumping to help out Farrakhan. Now, your boy Justin Bieber, he wanted to jump out and help somebody. He wanted to help your guy Chris Brown. Side note, happy birthday to Chris Brown. Well, Justin Bieber decided he wanted to speak out for Chris Brown. And he felt as though, um, you know, like I think a lot of us feel that Chris Brown deserves a lot of credit. He deserves way more credit than what he deserves now. It's true. Chris Brown puts out damn near a hit every three months. A lot of main artists, they need Chris Brown in order to uh, get good radio play. The nigga is, uh, to me, one of the best dancers, black dancers I've ever seen under Michael Jackson. Um, Chris Brown is amazing right now. The problem with Chris Brown is 
just as much as you love Chris Brown, you love Rihanna two times more. And every time you just want to love and hug and buy all of Chris Brown's music and shit and hope he gets a Grammy and shit, you just think about Rihanna's face. Now, me personally, (laughs) you know, I believe there's two sides to every story. But the tagline where it was like one of the witnesses, one of the owners of the homes uh, that it happened in front of said that he at some point witnessed Chris Brown bite the girl in the face. He was just wailing on her like she was a man. Now, people have their all reasons. Well, she might have said something to him and she hit him first and all that. And that's cool. But if you the stronger party, it don't matter what man woman but if you're the stronger party or you just got the one up on somebody why you gotta go in and the fact that her face looked like he went in for a minute (laughs) is why I think a lot of people was like damn Chris like you you went overboard now people kind of got over that remember they got they got together for a minute and they did like the little music remember they did like this photo shoot where they had the all black on leaning on some car they were together for her birthday great I don't know. Some bullshit happened. You know, I knew it was over when she was crying to Oprah. I was like, oh, it's over, Chris. It's over for you. It's over. But the Karuchi shit. Now, when Karuchi stepped up and said something, it was like, all right, now this nigga is just abusive. (laughs) This nigga is just crazy. Chris Brown just really be smacking bitches. I think that's really how um, it was taken. And I think that's what kind of really got people on the anti-Chris Brown movement right now and um i don't think it's really anti-chris brown i think people love his music they dance i think what justin bieber really meant um is he wants to see him get more love and like mainstream media you know chris brown deserves a pepsi sponsorship he deserves to perform at a super bowl he has enough music now shit where he could do a whole super bowl halftime by his goddamn self he deserves a couple grammys he deserves a lot of uh, more awards than what he is getting. And it seems like when it comes to all that big stuff, Chris Brown is always kind of left out of the picture. And I think a lot of his peers are getting tired of it. So, you know, I don't know what's going to come of that. I think on one end, I think it is um, bad for Chris Brown. But on the other end, I think it's a great example to some artists, but it don't even seem like they get it, that when you do stuff like that, people don't forget. Fab can't post a damn picture without somebody jumping on the comments talking about how he knocked out Emily Teeth. I'm some shootout summer shootout two is supposed three is supposed to be coming out and I ain't even gonna be able to think about anything but this nigga knocking out Emily's teeth. I'm so I'm so hurt about the fab shit. I'm so hurt about it. I'm so hurt. I'm I'm a real I'm a real fab fan. You get what I'm saying? Like I was am I am I smoother, slicker, mature, you know, when I'm I'm vibing like that. I'll be in my fab mode, but now I'm like, damn, you knock a bitch's teeth out? You 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 wildin'. <laughs> Come on now. So another nigga that's wildin' out is Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy is going to jail for 240 days. Okay. Soldier Boy, what are you doing? That is not the comeback of the year. That is not Casanova. Yo, Casanova's about to smack the shit out you. You in arguments with people on Instagram, then you get locked up. That's some junkie shit. I hope you get better, Soldier Boy. You you tripping out. The B2K Millennium Tour is still going on, okay? Seems to be successful. Cash Doll has revealed that she had a crush on Omarion. Omarion might be getting a lot of new pussy off of this Millennium Tour, okay? 
and and I hope he does. I hope he does. I'm glad that this Millennium Tour is happening. I'm glad Jay Bug is getting some money in his pocket to support them kids. Now, Raz B doesn't seem to be doing too well, in my opinion. This is my opinion. I don't believe when people post these videos up of people acting happy. I think Raz B is really a broken individual. I think he has a lot going on in his mind that he needs to get off of his chest. And I think he's stuffing it all down on the inside just to be a part of this tour. And it's ruining this motherfucker. He can try to be as cool as he want to be, but the shit is killing him. I'm trying to tell you. All right, so I hope Raz B gets better. You know, B2K continue getting getting that money. Soldier Boy, you were supposed to be on that tour. What's wrong with the what's wrong with the nigga? All right, so listen, I want to get into a topic that um uh, a topic that I guess has been on everybody's timeline so far. When in some way now it's like violence against children whether it be a parent or, you know, school bullying. And now I specifically want to speak about school bullying because not only lately has it seemed to be leading to uh, deaths if it's not caused by, you know, the aggressors, but it's been leading to a lot of our young children killing themselves. And to me, that's that's just insane. I said earlier that lately I've been trying my best to really respect Young black boys, like when I see them on the street, young black kids, period, any child, you know, you know, good morning, how are you? And it's crazy to me how some of them look surprised that somebody's, you know, speaking to them or how some of them look so upset. You know, I know it was hard getting up in the morning, but I remember being more playful. I sound like an old man, but that's true. I remember having a good old time running around with my friends before we get to school. I was mad when I was brushing my teeth and all that, but I felt like I cheered up. These kids be looking hurt. And even in my opinion now with the music that's coming out from these young, you know, teenagers. Back then, you know, we had Mario, Sammy, uh, in the 90s that was immature. Most of these young guys were talking about love. Unfortunately, now it seems like teen sex. <laughs> but it was like, you know, love, talking about their mama, getting their hair braided and shit like that. These young kids is tatting up their face and talking about they want to die and all their friends is dead. All right. So a lot of these children, I think nowadays are going through a lot of um, eternal emotional trauma that they're not dealing with. And I think they're going through a lot more uh, with their peers and their family than what they talk about. And it's it's leading to tragedy. And we got to figure out some way, in my opinion, to, to stop it, even if it's not as a group, but individually start thinking about what can we do to be if you're if especially shout out to the teachers first of all but if you're not a teacher or somebody that already works with children what can you do to be a better example for you know children or just be a better energy around them um one <laughs> this this the Kashala Francis story is is one story that's bothering me because now this is what I mean when I say be nicer to these children because these little fuckers are going to school angry. And they taking it out on the weaker person. Somebody is taking it out on them. And they're taking it out on on other children. Now, Kashala Francis, she died after a fight with two girls. Now, the medical examiners are trying to say she suffered from a tumor that, you know, I guess had been manipulated at some point during the fight. But if you're a parent or everybody else just hears that she got into a fight, it damaged the tumor, did something to it, and it led to her death. And my thing is, why? They said the two little girls were stomping and kicking her in her head. 
little girls, little little tiny girls. In two, in twenty sixteen, Amy Amy Joyner Francis of Delaware, she died after a school fight. Now those two girls, they just uh, what two thousand seventeen got sentenced and was punished for their crime against Amy Joyner Francis, and theirs was premeditated planned murder. It seemed like they planned to fight that girl and planned to hit her. They said in the courtroom, the video showed the friends having to pull the aggressor off of Amy, even though Amy wasn't seem to be respons- didn't seem to be responsive. You have Renaya Wright of South Carolina, a 10-year-old. Her parents had complained. Her parents had went to the school and definitely, you know, tried to address the situation that was going on with the young girls in her class. The Renaya got into a fight with her classmates and died. What 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 is wrong with what are y'all doing to these daughters? Why are they so angry and so violent? Nine-year-old Mackenzie Adams, she died by suicide because her racist classmates down there in Alabama harassed her to death. 13-year-old Michael Martin of Michigan, he committed suicide because he was tired of being teased because of his weight, his glasses, and his braces. And then you had 10-year-old Seven Bridges of Miami, another young man who killed himself due to bullying. Now, these professional development days that these teachers is having, is anybody talking about this shit? Like, it may not be happening in your school, but don't wait till it comes to your school to address it. Because a a lot of these teachers, y'all be on Instagram and doing, y'all be on your phones just as much as the students, some of you. And I know we ain't the parents. It starts at home. I'm going to get to that part. But right now, don't be a lazy bitch. If a child has an issue with another student, take it very seriously. You are there from, who knows what, 8 to 4, 7 to 5, whatever. Take it all seriously. It's paperwork. It's your job. Do it. But I do think teachers need to talk more about what they can do to uh, alleviate some of the pressure amongst students, whether it's mediation. There's a school here in Baltimore that's going to yoga in order to deal with the stress among the children. Now, parents, maybe parents, you guys need to start talking more to your children. Aunties, uncles, godparents, whatever. Find out what's going on. Be nosy. If that ain't good enough and you see your child is extra aggressive, stop thinking it's cute and putting them in karate class. Put her in little MMA classes. She'll fight a lot. You'll fight so much. I was in karate. You'll fight so much. You don't really want to fight so much when you go to school. You fight after school so much, you don't. <laughs> that aggression is out of you. Boxing. How many young men use my hands is illegal? I can't really get into it. That's right. Come on. There's a um, there's a brand here started in Baltimore called Guns Up, Gloves Down, where a young man is um having his peers, people who want to fight. If they want to fight or whatever, they got issues with each other. He is making sure they resolve it the right way, making sure they putting on blocks and gloves and handling it. Show your kids that way. And CPS, pay attention. Take these reports seriously. Stop playing games. I know some of them is fake. Some of them is false. But do your job. CPS, you failed people like Anaya Day. Her crazy ass mother, Sierra Day, they believed everything the mother said and didn't try to talk to the father once. If they would have talked to the father, they would have found out that that baby should have never been with that mother. I know some of us, I'm a trial watcher. Tiffany Moss. Starved that poor baby Imani to death, her stepdaughter. Treated the other two kids she had with the father 
great, but literally starved the child that he had with another woman to death. Okay. And I'm still mad at the Cleary family. Ezreal, free Ezreal. All right. <laughs> I'm still mad at them. All right. Juice Box Podcast. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Thank you guys for supporting. Now, I got to take a little break for a couple of weeks. It's a lot going on, but I promise I'm going to be back and, and, and reporting on some good news. Don't forget to keep listening, keep subscribing, catch up on these, you know, past events. Now, a couple of things before I get out of here. I know people have been talking about, yeah, you know, uh, Megan Stallion. Now, I wasn't listening to Megan Stallion music at first, but I've been, I've been, I just started. It's a lot going on. All right. It's a lot going on. Now, Drake, he took a picture with uh, Megan Stallion recently, and people were worrying about if he was going to be on the remix of Big Old Freak. And, you know, I guess let, let Drake have Big Old Freak. But that uh, sex talk, I like that song. And, and Ludacris needs to be on that song. All right. Juice Box Podcast. I'm telling you, Megan Thee Stallion. Somebody tell her, let Ludacris have sex talk. He gonna fuck that shit up. I'm telling you. Boy, you know you need to come give me that dick. He wanna hit from the back cause I'm thick. I like to fuck on him when I get lit. Yeah, tell me this pussy is shit. Hey, oh, he's so thirsty. Ride that dick like a whore. See, tell, said, me, tell, me, Luda, tell me, Luda. Tell me, Luda wouldn't fuck this up. Let's have a sex talk, huh? Wanna see your body take your clothes off, huh? I'ma bust quick, keep your lips off, huh? Rock that shit till you blast off, hey. Yeah, let's have a sex talk, huh? Got a big boy, then pull it out, hey. Can you make it feel like the first time, huh? I don't get tired, let him wear that, hey. Yeah. Beat up on the bed, ride it to the tip top teeth like it doggy style, cause I make that ass pop He ain't never finna leave me, cause I got that drip drop To this last bitch still fucking like a robot Ay, Let's have a sex talk, huh? Wanna see your body take your clothes off, huh? I'ma bust quick